to a new episode from Coaching Leader Series, brought to you by Leaders Being Heard and myself, Rimorescu, your host for today. We will continue the discussion with uh, Teodora Jacob. Teo, it's great to have you here again. It's great to be here again. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was great uh, last time we discussed. Um, um, in the first episode, you shared with me that will be a second part regarding to the difficult uh, conversations that leaders could encounter. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I thought about it and it, it probably is easier for everybody to split it in a couple of uh, potential difficult conversations. And uh, as I said last time, it's not just leaders, it's everybody. And um that is what I bring today, is how to open conversations, difficult conversations, instead of avoiding them. I feel guilty a little bit about that. <laughs> I'm one of the guys that avoid difficult conversations. <laughs> we all are guilty of that. Now, the thing is, um, first, to, to ask ourselves, why is it that we avoid co- uh, difficult conversations? And um, without the right mindset our brain will usually assume the worst case scenario of a difficult conversation. And if there is a possibility for a difficult conversation to become messy, uh, our brain will consider it will. So you will not want to do it. The the simple thought about it will make you feel uncomfortable. Um, So most likely you will avoid a conversation until it's very late and you just have to do it, which is worse because you're still not going to be prepared or another way is going to be uh, you're you're going to sugarcoat things and you're going to be evasive and you're going to try to find excuses for how you feel so it will turn out in a difficult conversation after all whether you need to give a direct feedback or uh, someone is coming to you for support or for guidance there are ways in which uh, you can start the conversation instead of avoiding it. Both situations can become difficult conversations. So uh, you will not be actually prepared, never, for this kind of conversation. Okay, you're, you're, you're not very optimistic, but <laughs> let's, let's imagine first you're the initiator of the conversation. Um, most leaders have people that work with and they are... Uh, often in the situation where they need to give feedback. And I will share with you uh, what is the way to to do that. And then we will look at what can you say when somebody comes to you for guidance. Um, a courageous conversation always starts with clear and uh, concise feedback. Um, there is a model I, I would like to share with you today. Uh, we call it the AID model. And it stands for action, impact, and desired outcome. First, you describe the action you observed at the person or that you know that they are doing. And you have to be specific and concise. You do not go into sharing your opinions about it. It's just like you're telling what a camera is seeing when they're looking at that person. Facts. Um, then you move into impact as soon as possible. And here you will share how the action that they're doing impacted other people or the project project that you're working on or the organization. Can you give me an example? Sure. It's, um, 
if we're, let's say, the, the person um, you're, you're discussing with was taking too much space in a meeting, space and time, and they were um, talking a lot, you briefly describe what they did. And after, after that, you define how it has affected other people at that meeting and how possible situations, uh, possible solutions have been cut off because of his behavior. Or let's say, let, let's think of another example. Um, if the person has been overtly negative about the change that has been implemented, another example is um, if the person has been overtly negative about the change uh, that has been implemented. You can describe how this behavior, his behavior, is setting a tone of negativity um, in the organization or in their team. And how is this affecting his view on his leadership capabilities. Having the person view the impact of the behavior is far more important than the behavior itself. People usually um, get defensive when they are criticized. And if you're going to pick on the behavior, they will argue with you. Uh, if you are talking about the impact of the behavior, they will have less ground to stand on to to argument to, to argue about it, and uh, maybe they will they will be more open to to listening. Um, after you describe the behavior and the impact, you have to clearly state the desired outcome that you relate to the situation. And now you, it's it's a good moment to ask yourself: What do you want? What do you want for them? Do you want them to be? respected by their peers? Do you want them to be valued as a leader? Do you want them to achieve better collaboration with his team or their team? And then what you need to do is to make sure that they value the desired outcome just as much. And because that makes it uh, possible, that creates the possibility for them to be willing to work with you to discover how to achieve these outcomes. So you have the action, the impact, and the desired outcome. I like this EAD, uh, uh, sounds like help, <laughs> aid. Uh, what about when somebody comes to you for guidance? In this case, you start by listening to their story. And remember, like we, we talked last time, listening to their story doesn't mean being quiet and uh, sort of picking up things that they're saying deeply listening to them with curiosity and focus. And after they're, after they're finished, you can summarize uh, what they told you and ask questions to, and that will help both of you to clear um, and clarify how, how you look at the situation they're, they're facing. Asking questions will make sure that you're picking up on exactly what, what his concerns are and hearing you summarize, uh, it will make it clear for them what they're looking for. Um, you can continue with appreciation, like validate the person and thank them for sharing their point of view and sharing it with you. In this way, they will feel heard and seen. Then you will, um, what you do is ask them if they are willing to look at the situation from a different point of view in order to achieve the outcome or the goal that they desire. 
And that's an important thing. When you repeat the outcome, when they hear you say the outcome, uh, they may decide they want to change it. And that is good. What they desire should be defined from the beginning before continuing further exploration. Once both of you are clear where the conversation should go, you can continue the conversation. Different from the feedback situation, actually. It is, but do notice that in both situation, making uh, in both situations, making it clear for you and the other person what is the desired outcome. That is the critical part. You you use this desired outcome like a compass uh, to stay on track throughout the conversation, making sure you are going to achieve it, no matter how much you deviate from deviate from the course. Um, you make sure that you will you, you will get at the end of the conversation to the desired outcome. It is it is possible that within the conversation you 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 might explore deeper certain areas and the outcome might change and that is okay as well. Um, what they want in the end could be something completely different. Maybe they didn't see it or maybe maybe they couldn't articulate it and the conversation with you just move them forward in that if the outcome has changed be sure to ask them if the if the change in focus is okay um, so again you are both clear on what is it that you're looking for and you know with focus and with curiosity uh, towards the person and towards the story you will help them expand the perspectives and you will be able to support them in finding their own solutions. It's how you open the, the conversation that is critical to have a successful result. Both of the situations that you mentioned are planned. What if the conversation is unplanned? Well, you know, I uh, that's funny you should say that, Florin, because what we're doing now and if people are listening to us, what they're doing now, they're preparing. But uh, I can I can see what you're saying. Um, it's it's not very different. Uh, let's imagine that uh, somebody ambushes you on the hallway uh, of uh, of your office and has this unplanned conversation with you. Uh, first of all, listen to them. Listen to what they have to say. So it's it's the same situation. Then summarize and make sure that you are both clear on what is it that what is it that they want what is it that they say and then look at the desired outcome and when you're looking at the desired outcome and this could probably be um, it might look like a negotiation uh, you should both agree on the desired outcome of the conversation not of the entire situation. So you can you can directly ask what is it that you want to achieve from this conversation? Uh, maybe it will be something that you will need to go back into your office and look for further information. And that is absolutely fine. You will say whatever you can offer in this conversation for the desired outcome. So again, the critical part is the is having clarity on the desired outcome of the conversation. And 
It can be, you know, to settle a new meeting, a planned meeting for the following week. Time in which you can further prepare with uh, whatever information you need in order to move forward. Will this make the conversation less, less difficult? Well, what makes it difficult is our own discomfort. Um, not knowing how we might react to their emotion. And, you know, don't let, don't let this take over. Uh, stay with, with the models I, I uh, offered, but in the same time, the most important thing is to allow curiosity and care for the person in front of you. And from that point on, the conversation will just flow in a natural way. So I noticed that the tone of the conversation is collaborative. Absolutely. It's inviting. It's, uh, it, in, it invites the person to look for ways of moving forward towards outcomes they value, that they find their own solutions. And it also creates a space where they feel heard and seen and trusted with their own capabilities. You're never telling them what to do. You're just creating a space where they can explore and come up with their own solutions. And um, this actually creates a higher chance of success for them to achieve their outcomes. So we both achieve our outcomes uh, having a difficult conversation and they achieve their outcomes, uh, what they are looking for. Well, yes, and but I, I would say it's partial because there are a few more ingredients for them to achieve their outcomes. And I would love to discuss another time what it takes to achieve a successful outcome and also what you need to do to support another person to achieve their outcomes. Uh, but today was about having difficult conversations and how you can ignite them instead of avoiding them. Yes, and we cover both the situation in which we need to offer feedback and the ones where we are asked for guidance. Thank you for the models and I can't wait to find out in another episode what are all the ingredients for achieving successful outcomes. Next time we'll do that. And thank you for inviting me, Florin. Thank you, Teodora.